previously on Exiled. We began with four people plucked from various universes at their moments before their deaths. Windigale, the forgetful wrestling dad. Jubilee, the plasma-powered teenage mutant. Warlock, the pure and innocent alien from space. And Gorilla Man, the immortal adventurer cursed into a gorilla's body. They were promised that if they did the missions for the mysterious Tan Sir, they would be able to return home. But not all of them survived as Warlock was killed by Tan Sir, who needed to harvest the celestial energy from his body. Warlock was quickly replaced by the Enchantress, an Asgardian sorceress who sought to do things her own way, and Jubilee, whose homeworld was saved, was sent home and was replaced by Jane Grey the teenage mutant psychic who was well aware of what may lay in her future. The group began chipping away at the reality of their situation and discovered that Tansir was actually an alternate version of Kang the Conqueror. After saving him from Axo, an evil rebel spineless one, the team made a deal to find a better way to fix the universe than Tansir's secretive methods. On a following mission, the team found themselves in the universe dealing with the evil villains Mistress Sinister, Marcus Pryor, and Arthur Harkness, who sought to control the world and leave them sequestered from the rest of the galaxy. While there, Jean fell in love with Sam Summers, an alternate universe version of Cyclops. The evil forces were ultimately defeated, but Mistress Sinister and Arthur Harkness disappeared from their reality. The exiled team left and continued on their missions, unaware of the dangers that worked against them, as Mistress Sinister expanded her plans for conquest beyond a single Earth, and even into the lives of Jean and Jubilee. Eventually, the Enchantress found her own powers were waning, and on a mission to retrieve the Apples of Aiden in Asgard with Tan Sir, they found that her energy was being harvested by Harkness, who had hidden away in her psyche. Upon eating the fruit of immortality, he was charged and left to go to unknown places. Meanwhile, the rest of the team dealt with the Data Jar, a group of alien cross-universe mercenaries, and ultimately Tanser was killed by the team when he contracted an extremely virulent virus. The Exile team returned to the base and found their way into Tanser's sanctum, his ship, Damocles, that he had attached to the Panopticron. As they explored inside, they found the battery that contained Warlock's still sentient essence and an artifact known as the Siege Perilous that had been prepared as an emergency solution, capable of creating a new chain of universes in case of emergency. Gorilla Man, who grew tired of his adventuring, entered into the portal and vanished into an unknown universe. Enchantress, given the option to lead, and with Warlock restored to life in a cloned body of Tansur, she took the reins of the entire Exiled organization. Meanwhile, another team of Exiles led by Valkyrie approached, demanding the team pay for their crimes, both real and imagined. The two teams fought with the Enchantress's team being joined by Dr. James Bradley, aka Dr. Nemesis, a Nazi-hunting scientist who was rescued from death in a theme park that had been installed in the body of Cyclops. He was brought in by Forge, the operator of the Panopticron's teleportation wing. Enchantress ultimately forced Valkyrie into the Siege Perilous that rewrote Valkyrie into Val, a secretary with amorous sights set on the Enchantress. The team now consists of Wendigo, Jean Grey, Warlock, and Dr. Nemesis, 
who continued on their missions, entering in a cross-galaxy fighting tournament organized by Mr. Claw, who was secretly Jormagond, the Midgard Serpent, who was working with a mysterious organization to move artifacts and materials between universes. The team worked with another exiled organization, and with Quentin Quire, who replaced Forge so he could go on vacation, and ultimately they defeated the Midgard Serpent. When they left on their next mission, though, Wendigo vanished and was replaced by Barnell Bohaus, also known as Hawk, a teen mutant bird man with self-confidence issues. Hawk, now stuck on the team while they looked for Wendigo, joined and they soon found themselves in a world ruled by a syndicate of sinisters, a world whose fate was directly tied to that of Sam Summers' universe. If that Earth were to be destroyed, Sam's reality would be utterly changed as well. When Brian Broadoak, a member of the Captain Britain Corps, murdered the Shi'ar Empire and Mr. Sinister, the Earth was thrown into chaos, and Brian soon left the world behind. Working together, the team ultimately moved the Earth across reality to avoid a Celestial who sought to judge and destroy it. But the approach of the Phoenix Force, who had lost its source of hosts, forced the team to make a decision. They could either sacrifice Jean Grey to be the host of the Phoenix, or die. In the end, they convinced frequent hanger-on and potential Phoenix host, Quentin Quire, to absorb the Phoenix Force with a clone, using the Advanced Cloning Formula, in return for granting him some level of camaraderie. Quire accepted and created clones that unknowingly populated across the multiverse, absorbed the Phoenix, and their mission was completed. The team returned played D&D with Choir, and then split up. Nemesis and Clea Neferity, the Sorcerer Supreme, went to the Mojoverse to seek a cure for the Lugosi virus, which Nemesis picked up in the body of Cyclops, but ultimately they found themselves turned into vampires and trapped inside because Choir had gone drinking after a breakup with his girlfriend Cam, where he was being comforted by Hawk. Jean, meanwhile, saw Sam Summers' reality unwinding and sought to fix it. And in doing so, she traveled back in time and came across an agent of the Captain Britain Corps, as well as a member of the Time Variance Authority. Jean risked her life and defeated both of them to save the life of Mistress Sinister. In effect, creating Mistress Sinister's fascination with the Phoenix Horse and xenophobia that would eventually lead to her attempted control of the world years later. Jean took the outfit of the Captain Britain Corps member and sought to find her own way home, ripping a hole in reality. Enchantress, meanwhile, saw the Panopticon thrown into disarray as Choir had gone missing, and with help from Val, was able to set things right, freeing Nemesis and Clea, until Choir ended up in the hospital. Brian Brado could return to the universe looking for the advanced cloning formula and killed Choir for destroying it. In doing so, Broad Oak also destroyed the Phoenix Horse and exterminated the life of every Choir clone across the multiverse and caused the Panopticon to split in half with Hawk and Enchantress in the infirmary with the remains of Choir. With Nemesis and Clea in the teleportation chamber, Warlock in Letters, the Carden gift store split apart from the rest of the team and with Jean Grey in the Captain Britain costume floating in the space between realities witnessing the destruction. Let's find out what happens this week on Exiled.
Nazi hunting scientist turned super scientist for the X-Men and now currently a vampire. I'm Jen. I play both Warlock, a teenage alien mutant robot, and Enchantress, an Asgardian sorceress and goddess who is the erstwhile uh, leader of the Panopticon. I'm Sam. I play as Barnell Bohusk, a.k.a. Hawk, a teenage bird mutant boy with depression. I'm Kaylee. I play the teenage time-traveling Jean Grey of the X-Men, who is also maybe Captain Britain now? Question mark? You stole a costume from Captain Britain after killing him. You know, as you do. Yeah. Lots of murdering of authority figures in this Is game. Captain Britain Chronicles of Riddick rules where you, you kill him and now you're that? I have no idea what you're talking about. For... The real Chronicles of Riddick are the ones with Aslan the Lion. And I'm Luke, your game master. <laughs> Welcome to the show! Ugh. <laughs> uh. So we start off in the Mojoverse where a number of spyless ones have surrounded Clea and Dr. Nemesis. Uh, Dr. Bradley, do you have any idea of how we are going to get out of this? No. Right now I'm kind of having a, a thirst for bl- for blood. Yes, well... From what I know, the Mojoverse at Residence Blood is very tox. And as she says that, the two of you are brought back into the te- into the Panopticon teleportation room, where Val is waiting for both of you. Ah, uh, hi, how? Uh, it looks like you guys got stuck in the Mojoverse without a way out. Yes. Is that why, is that why blood you... underneath your skin? <laughs> I really don't like that question. I, I just need some for for, for the hunger. Uh, uh, really, James, it, it 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 has only been about twenty minutes since we became vampires. Are you really thirsting that much, you thirsty bitch? <laughs> I skipped breakfast. <laughs> Ugh. Ah, I, I, I skipped breakfast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you you don't need to talk like that. Yeah, it's, it's it's. Please do not threaten me. I'm pretty sure you can come up with a vampire cure, or we have several people who are able to deal with vampires, like this person. And behind you teleports in a team of four blades. <laughs> There's a blade who is also Silver Samurai. There's classic 70s blade. There is Wesley Snipes airport movie blade. Uh, the airport version of the film where he doesn't say... <laughs> <laughs> what, fu- what fun is that? <laughs> he just isn't sure why some mother lovers got a skate upstream. Hill is a square now. And then there is uh, unofficial movie video game tie-in block toy blade. Someone talking about 
mother-loving vampires? Because I'd love to stab some vampires. Me too. <laughs> wow. Clea looks over to you and then just walks out. I am going back to my room. And so you are, uh, where are you heading now, Dr. Nemesis? Going to the lab. Okay. As you head into the lab, there is a massive earthquake all across the Panopticron. And out of the hallway that is uh, just past the lab with the uh, teleportation room behind you, you see reality sort of bleeding in as half of the panopticon floats away which, which half am i on uh you're on the side that has like the enchantress's office and the teleportation of the science lab no but am i, am I the half that's floating away no oh, well cool. you, your half is also floating away but they're separating oh okay and so roll me an endurance check. Incredible. Uh, roll to 59. Yeah, we're good. So you got into the green? Yeah, almost in that yellow. Okay, well, then you just won't take full damage. You're going to be taking a base of 5 damage as sort of space starts to drain all of the livable environment that you need oh, out cool. of here. Do yeah. I heal from last time? Why? I'm a vampire. I don't need livable environment, Luke. Uh, no longer affected by aging or disease. Wasn't affected by aging beforehand. Yeah, but now you don't age even more. <laughs> but you also have not had your first full Vampire rest you have not fed, and it doesn't say that you don't need to breathe. On what I copied over from the vampire sheet. I mean, okay. Also, do I heal from last game? No. Okay. So, uh, you're still heading into the lab? Yes. Okay. As soon as you get in there, the doors slam shut behind you. And you are in the lab now. We cut over to uh, Hello. Warlock. Hello. In the card shop. And you have just felt a massive earthquake. And you notice that all of the cards are starting to float like the gravity has been turned off. Is Storm still in the store? No, Storm is off. Okay, I run out of the store. Uh, as you run to out of the up. store, uh, you see lots of people floating. Warlock does not actually need to it's true. breathe at all. Mm-hmm. But you see several other people who seem to have been taken by surprise and who look like they are probably in danger. How can I help them? Uh, well, 
if they can get inside of a building, that's better than going. Are, are they just like like, like are they falling off? Are they like what what's? They're sort of they're like falling up. Like there's okay, no well, more I gravity. Wanna... And also I want to no turn into oxygen. a bunch of arms and uh, try and catch all of them. Okay. Uh, rest of the team, I need you to roll me a percentile dice. Fifty-one. Seventy. Ninety-nine. Seventy. And... Uh, Jim, you can also roll one. Eighty-six. so good to be back rolling d100s <laughs> mm-hmm. 100 okay so roll that stretchy check to try and save people you got four people who you are going to try and save first up is kazar but who just gave up on his jungle ways and became an aristotic uh english dilettante who hunts savagely in the game for okay. sport okay um, I'm I'm doing a check for each of these. Yes. Okay, first one. That is at an earthly. That is green. Okay, you save him, but something has happened. Uh, roll next for Jen Walters, who was a Cree accuser. Along with just being a normal lawyer. That is also in the green. Up next is Squirrel to Go. Doreen Green, Squirrel Girl, who became a Wendigo because of reasons. Oh my God. She eats squirrel meat? Also green. <laughs> no, she ate human flesh. And then up last is Emma Frost, a.k.a. Comrade Diamond. And that one is yellow. Awesome. Uh, the th- first three, they are a bit worse for wear after all this. Uh, Comrade Diamond turned into her diamond form, and so she didn't deal with as much. But right now, for people who breathe oxygen and need more standard life support, the environment here is not good, and you look off to the side, and you see that there is a big hole in the hallway that used to lead from sort of the center area onto the administrative wing. Well, I'm gonna book it towards that because there's probably more people who need help. Okay. We then cut to Jean, and you are in your Captain Britain outfit that you stole from Beta Ray Britain. Yep. And, um, yeah, you, you've seen a big old pink diamond, which you're assuming is the Panopticron just split in half, which is not good. No. And, like, right now you've got the helmet on, which is sort of making reality or making this 
area outside of reality into something that you can understand. So what do you want to do? Um, teleport over there to see if I can find my teammates and help them. Okay. So, like, is that exactly what the wish is? And how so? Um, like, how do you want to go about that? I guess just, like, some kind of... I guess I use, like, my psychic powers to... Um, words are hard. Like, locate somebody and teleport myself directly over to them to see if they're okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, as you're, like, thinking that outside of the space you find yourself into the same half of the Panopticron that Warlock is in trying to rescue people. Warlock, oh my god, what's happened? Self does not know. And Warlock, you've just seen Jean appear in a brand new costume that looks like that guy who killed Mr. Sinister. Just putting that out there. Yep, yep. Oh. Sorry about that. And we cut over into the medical wing where Enchantress and Hawk are. And Choir had, like, briefly been like, I really don't feel well. And then burn up very quickly and all that's left is a small pile of ashes. Uh, 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 what? Um, okay. I think they gave me too much drugs. Is more can morphine make me see that? I, uh, don't know if that's, uh, I don't know. Uh, do you know if he took anything? Well, the, I would assume that I was on, and like I'm pulling at an IV bag that is probably not even attached to my arm. Like, I thought I had the good stuff, what with the hand replacing and all. Oh. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know if, if only there was some sort of other doctor or uh, scientist who could come in here. Cue Dr. Nemesis. Yeah, I was going to say, did it, didn't I already send someone for him? <laughs> Uh, he had been gone. Yes, yes, you did. So, Dr. Nemesis, you'd presumably be looking for blood, which would be in the medical center, which is connected to the science lab. What the fuck is going on here? Ooh, is that choir? With blood? It was him? No blood, it seems. Uh... All blood gone. Damn. He got dusted. Wait, are you a are you a vampire right now? <laughs> yeah, things kind of went south in the Mojo Verse, but no, nothing I can't fix. I I cured vampirism in in my home world. Okay, good chat. Uh, doctor, what can you um what <laughs> happened here? Can I mean he? There's nothing to fix. Chowder? Uh, no. He's, he's, he's very much a um, pile of ash. I... Choir, what happened? 
That choir's dead. Oh, Hawk, Hawk, <laughs> Hawk, what happened? He, he was here, and I was showing him the cool stuff I can do with my new hand, and I hold up my robotic four-fingered hand. And now he burnt and died. Did I kill him? Can I do any sort of, like, um, magic check to see if I can sense anything? Uh, yeah. Would that just be reason? You... Okay. Yeah, that's a reason. Yeah, I don't think I had any powers. Oh, I've got, I've got like, a three-column shift for magic lore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I use that? Well, I rolled a 14, so it doesn't help. <laughs> I'll let you ask one question. Um, is uh, it from the list? Okay. No, it doesn't need is, to be. Is uh, what happened here too broad? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, why is the Panopticon splitting? So, or like, it, I, I guess more like fictionally speaking, like, does the Panopticon splitting have to do with this? Yes. Uh, from what you can put together, it happened the exact moment that choir burnt up. Okay. Um. Where are we in comparison to like the split? Uh, so it's maybe 10 feet away from you, but you are in the science wing, which is currently locked down. Great. Great. Um, Enchantress just sort of, like, holds a hand to her temple and <laughs> thanks for a minute. Uh, Nemesis and Hawk. Both of you can roll me a reason check to see if you can put some things together. 90. And ha ha. A five. Yes, I fucking crushed it. <laughs> as, as if this couldn't have been better illustrated through random chance. What did, what did Hawk I, get? A five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Poor baby. Hawk, you get to ask me one question first. And then Nemesis will get to ask me three questions. Am I high right now? <laughs> no, you are dreadfully sobered up by uh, losing your hand because of team drinking. And <laughs> then uh, having what happened to choir. And also, that was some very good Greek food that you had that sort of like soaked up the alcohol. <laughs> Everyone, I have bad news. I'm not high. Your buzz is passed. <laughs> Very astute. <laughs> and Nemesis, what are your three questions? Is there a way to reverse this? Define this. The Panopticon breaking apart. Maybe put the pieces back together and a lot of super glue? Can we bring that pathetic choir back to life? Maybe. 
I mean, this is sort of like the equivalent of a eradication spell or whatever the one is that like super kills you unless you go to the gods in D and D. And what actually caught what resulting from Choir's death caused this to happen? So that's the one that I was looking for. So you guys uh, made Choir make the clone of himself to absorb the Phoenix Force. Mm-hmm. And it was made for people who basically were only from one universe, and that was the way that it had been tested. And the problem is, Choir is unstuck from reality, so when that happened, a clone to Choir appeared in every reality in the multiverse. And because they all shared a single life, a single lifeline when one of them died it sent a shockwave across the entire multiverse oh so the so the choir in my universe is dead too no only the clone of this choir in your universe is dead oh shame mm-hmm. who is a pesky nuisance so it was the shockwave that split it yeah, because you had an epicenter here, so it's hard to tell what's happened to the other universes or how it's affected them. But it was, this is sort of the point that it all started vibrating out from. Okay, it's yeah. a natural disaster. We can we can handle that. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time back home. I don't know um, what I can handle at this point. I go into the medical bay to find some uh, blood packs. Dr. Rowan tosses you a blood pack. I drink it up. Maybe that will help you be positive. Jenkins. Yes. How do I get out of this lab? Um... You go out the door. Uh, I I don't know. Has anybody been outside the hallway? I'm. Uh, yeah, shit's real fucked up out there. Uh, There's no oxygen. Opening the door. Oh, uh, if oh, it's on that's not lo- a problem. Uh yeah. Then you can go out that door, or there's the other one that exits closer to your office. Luke, do I heal from drinking blood? Yes. Fully. No. Damn, how much? Uh, I believe you get to heal. I'll give you 24 points back. Okay, scientists. I need... We need to hook these two halves back together. Yes. We need some, like, hooks and chain or some bullshit like that. Uh, do some propulsion make me, make me some magic <laughs> uh, uh, we're, I, I we're, can... we're scientists damn it we're not uh, magicians you, yeah it's a bigger speech engineer me something <laughs> very quickly roll a psyche check to inspire them what is my psyche monstrous hell yeah that is in the green 
Okay, so they point out that Tensor's ship is still attached to the base, and it is a actual ship, so it can theoretically be controlled to move them closer. Incredible. Geniuses, yes. all of you. Um, Hawk starts clapping. How do you sew two pieces of ground back together? You mean like two pieces of reality? Yes, that. Uh, the celestial spears? Yes. Excellent. Where do we store those again? Is that my office? Uh, that'd be also on the Damocles ship. And I'm going to uh, book it to the Damocles ship. So as soon as you take a step outside, it is Enchantress like going to try and let it do the whole door behind her locks down first before she opens up the one that's going to drain yes, the oxygen. Out. Okay. She doesn't want anyone to die. Okay. Well, as soon as she takes that first step, uh, she starts feeling affected by the direct influence of reality. Mm. Roll me a 12-sided die. 12. 12? Yes. Right now, you are feeling very guilty. Where does no shit. Enchantress's mind go to? Um, hmm. I guess to choir. I mean, he, he, he was... Kind of her little sidekick, slash, brand everything. Mm-hmm. And then he just disappeared and died. So, Enchantress steps out and her mind quickly goes to choir. And when she looks up, her hair has turned choir pink. Oh. Roll me an agility check to try and get into the Damocles ship as quick as possible. Is there, uh, also, is there anyone, like, out here who I can, um, rally with me while I go? No, all the other sh rooms are locked down. Okay. That is, sorry, what are we, um, what am I rolling? Agility. Oh, I'm not great at that. Um, that's in the green, though. Yeah, so you get out, you are going to be taking ten damage. Sure. And you get into the ship. We cut back over to uh, Warlock and Jean. And Jean, you are being protected right now by this Captain Britain suit that you have. But you see other people sort of changing and being affected by reality. And there's a growing gap between the two pieces of the Panopticon. Warlock seems to have a general handle on grabbing everybody. How or what are you doing? Um, like, is there a, a life support system working right now? Like, no, there seems to be oxygen and it's not behaving super normally. Mm -hmm. It's more of like there's a partially suspended amount, but it's running out of people because people are using it not because it's like getting sucked out or anything okay um 
is there any way I can uh, MacGyver some shit real quick, put a quick Band-Aid on to sort of preserve as much oxygen and life support as we can? Um, yeah, how do you want to do that? That's a very good question. Um, I don't know, like, any science fiction engineering terms. Is there, like, a big box that says... <laughs> there is a big hole that everything is sort of opened up to. You do have the magic ability to create a shield. Well, that is just perfect. Okay, I'm going to use my giant shield. Uh, make a check at a minus two column shift because this is going to be very difficult. Um, can Warlock help? Uh, how would Warlock like to help? Um, you're you're using a shield. Is that what's happening? Mm-hmm. A giant psychic shield. Ah. Hmm. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't know how to help with that. I appreciate the thought. Uh, yeah. Okay, so what check was that? How is Warlock feeling right now? Wait, wait, hang on. I think I do know how to help with that. Um, affecting her strength wouldn't help, would it? No, this is a psychic. Okay. Then never mind. How is Warlock feeling right now? Um, very panicked. Mm-hmm. Um, really just trying to fling people into, um, enclosed spaces. Is um, Warlock trying to emulate someone at all right now or have someone coming to their mind? Um, Warlock is worried about his friend Hawk. Okay. Warlock sort of gets some techno-organic-y feathers appearing. Cool. And so what did you get on your check, Gene? Uh, your force shield. Oh, okay. With a two-column shift? Yeah, with a two-column shift down, so at an incredible. Okay, I got a 58. Uh, so I'm, like, in the low or green yeah yep, just at the edge of the yellow curses but you're still in the green so you are not taking damage from this but you do have everything blocked off temporarily though it is very very stressful i bet and so gravity starts to sink back in slowly and people who have been getting all weird and such start to like calm down a bit and where does jean carry the stuff with her that she has on her that she isn't necessarily like using actively like on my person yeah like does she have a bag or... um is there attached to like my groovy 60s giant uh x-men belt okay yeah uh, so there's the Ring of the Graces that you had in there, and you know where it is because you've got, like, your rings and sort of your stuff that you don't like to use, and the Ring of the Graces is currently pulling. Oh boy, these were fun. Okay, um, I pull it out? It's more of, it's moving around like it wants to be let Okay, out. I let it out. It, uh floats up and is hovering around your hand. Okay, I take a deep breath. Um, 
knowing um, risking my life, but it's worth it to hopefully save Warlock and all these people. And I put the ring on my finger. So we cut back over to the other side and Enchantress has made her way into the Damocles. And where are you heading first? Are you heading to get the spears? Or are you heading to get the controls to the ship? Um, spears first. Okay. So inside is the storage room where you'd found the battery with the celestial power that had had Warlock in it. There's the Siege Perilous. There's a bunch of items. And then there's maybe about a dozen or so of these spears. Great. Um, how many of them can I throw in my bag? <laughs> uh, in your magical haversack? Mm-hmm. You can probably fit four of them. I mean, they are big. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I'm going... Uh, I, I want to, um communicate with the lab uh who specifically um let's do jenkins uh this is zach how can i help you where do you, where do i need to bring the ship uh you just need to move the two pieces of the panopticon together so, like, the ship is attached already, or, like, I'm confused? Yeah, yeah. The ship <laughs> is, like, docked on the side of the Panopticon. Okay, so, like, it it's clear to me that if I just, like, drive forward, it'll work? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought I was, like, sitting on top of something. <laughs> nope. Okay. Then I don't call him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to try and um, use my headband to figure out how to run this thing. <laughs> okay. Roll to use that Herbie band. Well. <laughs> how much do I have for Herbie band? Hmm. Monstrous 75. Okay, that's green. Hello. How are you, Amora? Hello. Could you be a deer and just sort of turn on your jets? We gotta move this rock. I cannot do that. You are not, not Tensor. Mm, mm, mm. I see, I see, I see. Of course. Um, God, I gotta get the robot out of here. <laughs> or there's um, all the clones. Yeah. Uh, are any of those um, accessible here? Uh, yeah, you can go over to the place where he has all the clones. If I were Tancer, what what exactly would I need to um, uh, hook you up? I only need his bio patterns and mind. Hmm. Okay. Um, so I guess I'm gonna set to, uh, sort of lift, bringing a, uh, clone body over. So you go to, like, sort of the cloning facility that you had closed up, and there's just stacks of nude, gross tanser bodies. Yep. Um, 
don't want to touch them. Can I just teleport one into the seat? <laughs> yes. I would like to do that. Okay, yeah. That's easy enough to do. I do that very easily. It's That's in the red. <laughs> yeah, he is uh, teleported into the seat. He has a very Star Trek Captain Kirk pose right now. Uh, not awake or sentient at all. No. So, no. Um, so I'm going to check and see if uh, maybe the mind doesn't have to be awake. Mm-hmm. Hello, Tansir. What would you like me to do? Um, I'm also going to speak in Tansir's voice. <laughs> um, uh, would love if you could turn on the jets and push forward with the ship. Turning on jets. Pushing forward with the ship. Enchantress, like, sighs deeply in relief. <laughs> and you feel the ship starting to move. And we cut back over to Jane and uh, the ring. And as you see this, the sh uh, other half of the panopticon is starting to move closer. What are you doing and what is Warlock up to? Okay, so the ring's doing this? No, uh, the ship pushing the other half of the panopticon is moving it closer. Okay, is the ring doing anything, or is it just chilling on my hand? It's just chilling on your hand right now. Mm. What does it want? Can I, like, ask it that? It does not respond to your question. Well, ring, you're the one that was buzzing in my pocket, so, you know, if you got something to say, say it now. I am trying to hold this ship together. The moment is coming. What? The moment is coming, Gene. The moment is coming? Oh, boy. The moment is coming. I do not care for this shit at all, I have to say. But, um, <laughs> so I'm still concentrating on my shield. Same place. Um... Uh, roll me a, uh, psyche check to continue maintaining that shield. Well, I'm 13, so... Uh, that is not good. You see at the edge of your shield there seems to be someone or something clawing at the corners of it. And your concentration slips ever so slightly, and they're able to get in. Fuck! And looking as they get even closer, you see that this seems to be a person wearing the exact same outfit that you are. Another member of the Captain Britain Corps. Well, I'm sure they're going to be super chill, because the other guy was wearing his clothes, because I killed him. Uh... <laughs> that is when another one appears and starts beating at your psychic wall and another and another and about 40 or 50 captain britons are pounding on your psychic walls trying to get in 
Hi, do I see this? <laughs> uh, you do not see this yet. You are piloting the ship very... No, no, sorry, oh. sorry. Other oh, me. Oh, yes. Oh, Warlock. <laughs> yes, Warlock, you are seeing this. Uh, uh, um, is it possible for me to go outside of this shield and find out what they want? Uh, there is the one that made its way in here. Okay, well, I run over. <laughs> hello, hello, what's all this in? Self would like to ask the same question of you. Oh, oh, well, we see you're in a spot of trouble, so we decided to do something about it. What? Why, why are your friends trying to break the bubble? Oh, we're going to destroy the Panopticron. Why? Well, you've proven yourselves to be too much of a threat for us. And it's a good chance. That doesn't sound like helping. We never said we were going to help you. And that's where we'll end this week's episode. Uh, I'm Kaylee. You can find me on Twitter at Ranch Ranch Ranch. And if this episode is going up before October 18th, um, please support the Called Into Being, a Celebration of Frankenstein uh, Kickstarter project. I have a really cool essay in that and it'd be cool if you checked it out. Thank you. I'm Jen. You can find me on Twitter at StreetOverJen, and you can find my artwork at StreetOverJen.com and on the coverage of this podcast. I'm Sam. You can find me on Twitter at Flinting underscore Loom. And I'm Devin. You can find me online at Fred Fett, and you can also hear me co-hosting Multiversal Q with Game Master Luke. And I'm Luke, the Game Master. You can find me on Twitter at at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, or at LukeHair.com. Uh, we also have a Patreon where we're going to be making a push to get some more people on it. Uh, you can already back us for as little as a dollar a month and get all of your episodes of this show early. Uh, we're also uh, only a few bucks away from getting a second annual. The first one was the entire team playing Dungeons & Dragons with choir which was a lot of fun and so that's the sort of thing that interests you uh you know it's a good deal and it helps me to belay costs of producing the show and compensates me a bit for the show because each episode of the show maybe takes about two hours of my time to edit and that's not counting recording and preparation time so uh any support that you can give is well appreciated you can find more about the show at exiledpodcast.com, where you can also see the image gallery of covers and a lot more. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Welcome to Exiled Back Matter. This week we're taking a look at some of the other characters who exist in the Exiled universe that may have not gotten a focus before. Because currently I've got a list of 125 people who are on the Panopticon. Exiled back matter. Or Luke makes <laughs> spreadsheets. Yeah. With important column headers like 
Rollerblade or Skateboarder or Exile Revenge Squad? There are 124 and it's color coded well, on this. 125. There's also Lolita Dazzler, who oh. Hawk lost a hand oh, talking but one, to. But one is the uh, category, the, the header, so mm. it's 124. Okay. Thank you for correcting Lolita me. Lolita Dazzler. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to be pedantic. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of Dazzlers on this team. What did Hawk do to Dazzler? Uh, Hawk was trying to get Choir to talk to uh, women and tried to show how easy it was. And then he drank his drink too fast and his hand fell off. As the bartender warned me would happen. (laughs) (laughs) And then she screamed. What the fuck? And then she screamed so loud that she blinded him because she can verse all sound and delight. It was a really bad time. I like uh, J. Jonah Jameson, Editor Wolf. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, it's uh, J. Jonah Jameson, who is also a werewolf. He uh, tried to protect his good, good son. And he, uh, you guys have actually seen him before... He was the guy who hosted the trivia night that you all hated. Mm. Wow. Oh, Larry Trask, my favorite obscure Silver Age X-Men villain. Mm. He was a good, good boy. The Sentinels. (laughs) Some of the entries. I need to know more about The Crush. Oh, the Crush, it's a version of Crusher Creel, or Carl Crusher Creel, the Absorbing Man, but instead of, uh, like, getting involved with crime, when he was going to go and raid a beach party, he ended up going to a, a beach that was having an MTV summer spring break party. <laughs> like, it was spring break in the summer, it was their whole pitch where it's like, oh yeah, we can get a big event wrapped around this fake holiday. And uh, he had very good abs and transforming powers. And so he got to be a new MTV VJ. And surprisingly, he's just really into power pop Ah. and like bubblegum pop. I was going to figure him for a a new metal type. Lots of disturbed and and biscuit, but okay. Really nope. into that, that Hein sort of sound. Mm-hmm. He would go crazy for some Gautier. I'm, I, I've read some entries mm-hmm. and I'm losing <laughs> my mind. Um, question one. Yes. Is Goaladiator a real Marvel character? Uh, that is a soccer version of Gladiator. Okay, okay. You know who is an actual yeah, character. uh, like Gladiator and his... Gladi- Gladiator wasn't capitalized, so I wasn't I didn't know if that was a person or just a job title. <laughs> no, uh, in his race were the hunks that helped to move the earth. Oh yeah. Ah, excellent. They really should have um come help me move the station. Soccer hunk. Um. Well, most of them next died. Question. So. Right. Uh, next question. 
shocker. The the twist is just called they are confused about what electrolytes are. Mm-hmm. That Yeah. So <laughs> Explain. So the shocker is a Spider Man villain who has vibrational powers, but this one does not understand what mm. electrolytes are. As in they have a bad time with science. I don't feel like the regular shocker knows what electrolytes are. <laughs> so they're like the shocker, but th- a small piece of information about them personally. Well, and like... Or does it have to do with their power? He just doesn't no, fully no. get Gatorade. Yeah, well, his doctor said that he needed to get more electrolytes in, and so he tried to like lick an electric outlet and that's how he got close to dying oh okay there we go see i knew there was some sort of pun in there Mm -hmm. and i was trying to yeah third third question beta ray betty sorry beta ray betty comma erotic space horse (laughs) that was one of james's ones (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. <clears throat> Real easy to throw the blame around when James isn't cool. here. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't like the uh, phrase erotic space horse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <don't> like <laughs> uh, and uh, Devin, do you have one to comment on for this one? Yes. Yeah, who was Clifto, Luke? Oh, Clifto. Uh, Clifford Townsend uh, was one of the people who uh, Power Man was friends with early on. Oh, wait, no, no. He was the cop who arrested... Wait... Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that was when I was just uh, hitting the random button and finding people. Uh, He was in Cage's neighborhood, and so it's a universe where he got subjected to the thing that gave Luke Cage's power instead. Until he almost died. Yeah, we'll answer more of these questions next time. 